met a calm woman where her presence draws you in and there's something about her and you can't put your finger on it, but there is an aura and a grace about her where it invites and it calms you. I remember meeting this one lady that I used to work, when I used to work in Capitol Hill, her name was Miss Barbara. And I loved being around her. I just loved her presence. And working in, in Capitol Hill was very busy. It had so many um, reasons for me to be pulled from every direction and running with my head cut off. And that's exactly what it was in that environment. And so Miss Barbara was two halls down and she would go to lunch and she would walk out of the office and she would walk in this peace and this calm and nothing shook her. And I remember thinking, that's what I want. I want to live in a place where when there is a vortex around me, I can think and walk clearly and calmly. And so my question for you is, have you ever met a calm woman? Whether, whatever the answer would be for you, have you ever considered what a calm woman can do to a community, to a home, to a working environment? And have you ever considered yourself as a calm woman? Now, when we think of calm woman, we might think a certain demeanor. We might think that they need to have, you know, EPGA or they need to be not the sanguine or whatever labels that we might have stuck in our head. A calm woman is someone who actually is in command of her thoughts that she's now able to manage how she shows up for the people around her. That there is such an internal resilience because she's living from within and not a victim or conditioned by the external environment. That is a noble goal, ladies. That is my goal. With seven children, it is quite a hike of a goal because I want to be able to, for my children to say, mom had so much going on, but she remained calm and peaceful. I will tell you that is not a walk in the park and something that I am constantly striving but to strive towards calmness is really to cre create a life of invitation because we live in a very busy world where everyone is busy doing whatever it is that's pulling them with social media, with the activities, with the options that this new world has given us. Think about it. A hundred years ago, we didn't have as many options of baseball, of uh, dating, of grocery store, of food. There was probably one type of bread, two types of loaves of bread or cheese. Now in a world where it's global and technology, we have so many more options, which means that our mind and our bodies are kind of in constant state of decision-making, moving from one place to another. So calmness has, has become a little bit more unusual and I would say um, novel. It's almost as though it's foreign for us to think of meeting a woman who calms us. But what a beautiful contribution to the lives around you when you can be that woman who in the place of constant chaos, the world, 
can remain calm in her disposition and is able to look at people in the eye and speak in a in a in a in a calm state of presence and joy now calmness is learned it can go across all types of behaviors or labels or personality types calmness is a choice it's a choice to live from within and not from the external right because if we live from the external we live based on our senses which means what we hear taste smell affects us so much but we don't have command of our internal um such as an internal uh, i would say higher faculty such as perception such as imagination right let's just say perception when everything else is around you is going on and you can train your perception to see the good find the good and be the good then you're not really shaken by the external world. You're not really shaken because there's so much traffic or that there's, you know, um, the, the, your coworkers are, are fighting or gossiping or your children right now are fighting. It, you don't absorb it. You actually create the, the opposite effect. You're actually impacting the behavior, right? Because a calm woman, when they show up, it kind of calms everyone else down. You're not saying, oh my gosh, da, 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 do this. Da, da. You're saying, listen, can we pause for a second? Right? Let's just pause. Give me two seconds. And your tonality becomes an invitation. Tonality is a skill that needs to be mastered. I am going to write a book on tonality because this is where we lose it. You know, we need to understand that our tonality impacts the result. How we talk about it. How we communicate effectively has everything to do with our tonality. And that's what a calm woman does. She uses her tonality masterfully to make sure that she's not living in reactive state. Rather, in the state of ponder, in the state of being able to what? Trust. That's what calmness is, right? It's being able to say all will be well and all is well. Let's figure this out. So a calm woman can actually think from a very logical place. A calm woman creates an invitation in a home that could be crazy and chaotic. A calm woman can actually change the environment of your workplace. A calm woman becomes a healing place. A calm woman can be that comforting space where people want to go to what? To get nourishment. Because to go to her is to feel as though they're getting nourishment as opposed to getting bombarded. So calmness is a beautiful um, art to learn, to unlearn if you're not calm, right? So that we can become a greater contribution to the lives around us. So the question is, there is no question that calmness is a very beautiful attribute of a woman, right? And it is not confined by a specific personality. Okay. Calmness is a skill set. It's a command from within. And so how do you learn to be calm? That's the ultimate question because I can tell you that you probably want to be calm woman. You want somebody to say, wow, she is so inviting. I love being around her. The calmness of her presence is so soothing. I just want to be around her. Being around her is like, you know, it's like a bomb, a bomb. <laughs> it's like a, you know, a, a refreshing well, right? It's like a good soup. 
You want that. You, you want your children to think of you as that. You want your spouse, you want your boyfriend, you want your friends to say, gosh, being around her just eases my soul. So how? The first thing is that you need to be able to first become aware where you are. Ask yourself right now and you can answer to yourself, would you consider yourself a calm woman? The second question is, are the five people around you, would they consider you as a calm woman? That's a hard question. I could probably tell my kids and they might say, mom, you're not a calm woman right now. I'm always working towards it, okay? But it doesn't mean that you could you'd arrive, but you want to know your starting point. And so you want to know, okay, where am I starting? Am I that calm woman? If you are not that calm woman that you want to be, right, then what do you need to do to acquire that attribute? Here's the really ultimate question. What would being calm as a woman bring you? How would that impact? the lives around you. How would that impact the way you wake up in the morning or go to bed? If you had such command of the external circumstances that your perception of the things that happen is not easily defeated because you see everything as good, that you can trust that God is in control, but you can control your mind. I get this all the time. January, you can't control life. I said, uh, it's an inaccurate statement. We have to be a woman of distinction and we need to create distinction. And the, the distinction is that we cannot control life, but we can absolutely control our thoughts so that we can actually have clarity of perception when the life around us is happening. There is an important distinction. And that distinction is exactly the very thing we need to give us the discipline and the freedom we need to say, I should be able to control my mind, right? Because not having self-mastery um, of our thoughts, that's where gossip plays in. That's where self-criticism plays in. That's where not being able to turn off Facebook uh, comes in. That's where we start to um, ruminate negative things in our head because we're there and already thinking of all the worst things that could happen. It's causing us anxiety, and meantime, nothing of it is happening. It's anxiety is excessive worry about the future, right? And so calmness of mind is in being able to trust that the future is there to, um, will come. You're not living in that state of worry that the future, you're going to design yourself, not because you're able to control what's going to happen to the economy, to the people, but you are going to design your perception of how to view things that happen. My own personal script for myself when things kind of don't go the way I want it is that, you know, things don't happen to me. It happens for me. Life happens for me. I can't remember exactly um, who that quote's from, but uh, I've used it because every single time things don't go my way or you know what, it's, it's a bit of a dance party right now. It is not happening, but it's happening for me. There's wisdom behind the moment if we had the eyes to see it. Complaining would be the opposite, right? Because complaining and thinking of all the negative things puts us in the state of the opposite of calmness, which is worry and frustration. And so you can, in your logical mind, say, you know what? I want to be a woman that's calm because calmness means that my husband actually wants to be around me. My boyfriend actually feels like he's becoming a better man around me, that my coworkers actually trust me, right? And that my children actually want to be home because I am calm and that my coworkers or my employee, you know, wants to support the work that we're doing because 
they love being around you as a woman, right? That the boardroom is not a place for us to, um, I would say, show up in this, I would say, fierce and uncontrollable tonality. Rather, it's a place for us to be calm and at ease so we can get everybody in a state of ease and creation and not be afraid to contribute, right? For me as an entrepreneur, I want to be able to know that the employees I'm working have the freedom to contribute, that they can actually be themselves and that they can actually create. But if I'm not calm and in a place of constant stress and anxiety, that's exhausting for everyone else around us. The good news is that calmness is a learned skill, and it's a skill that comes from us having control of our thoughts, but first we need to be aware of our thoughts. And so you have to ask yourself, okay, where am I in this journey of calmness, right? And does my life, um, is my life going to improve if I learn this one skill of calmness? And all it really is, if I want you to, do, to look at two circles, is that you're not living by the external, rather from the internal. You have, you've actually um, mastered your perception skill and your ability to look at things, not from a very human level, but from a spiritual level, that everything is a gift. You actually create a level of calmness that is so inviting that you become a home to so many hearts. And that is a beautiful life, ladies. That's my invitation to you, that that woman that I'm talking about who brings calmness is very possible. It's not only possible, it is something that you can actually learn to become as a gift to the people around you if you're willing to work. Now, number one, you have to be willing to work on yourself first. You fill your cup so you can give from a place of abundance and not depletion. Number two, you have to be coachable. That's the roadblock that I get from women. January, I want a beautiful life, but I don't want anybody to tell me what to do. It is not in harmony. Those two things are not in harmony, right? We need guides. Olympians do what their coach tell them to do. High professional athletes follow their coach because their coach is guiding them. And so when we resist guides, when we resist change, we suffer. We suffer and guess who else suffer? Everyone else around us that we love suffers because of our lack of openness to growth and transformation because somewhere down in our belief system, we were convinced that you know, having a guide um, put us in a small place or told us what to do. That could be very well true. A bad guide could ruin it for the rest of your life, right? Or the silencing of what we want to do could put us in a state of rebellion. But what I'm telling you is that those are your old past narratives. You can absolutely create and design a different kind of life, a life where you are at peace with who you are and you're living from within and not shaken by the external circumstances. And I will tell you that is a beautiful life and the life that you deserve and truly the life that everyone wants. Nobody wants to be in a state of panic and anxiety all the time, every time. That's exhausting. So ladies, go out there and be intentional about growing who you need to become as a woman to create a life of calm, to create a life of peace and internal freedom that is unshakable. And there you will become a light and a leader to so many women who are suffering um, anxiety and stress because you're going to be like a cup of water for them. Okay, that's my invitation to you. You become her when you're willing to work on filling your cup. In the woman's school, that is what we do. Train, 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 train. I am so adamant about being a student of the woman 
being a student of yourself, being a student of the world, being a student of the people around you so that you can actually give to the lives around you, right? You, we study them with a purpose. And so we study ourselves with a purpose, okay? So go out there, be a light by first becoming a light. That's your task and that's your duty as a woman. This is January Dobbin with The Woman's School. Thank you again for being here with me. I'm so grateful to walk this journey with you. I am learning alongside you and it is a privilege to lead women into a life of wholeness and truly unleash their God-given call. And I believe if we are in this together, together we can change the next generation of women that are going to live lives of internal freedom. And it will show through the calmness of their mind. And that, I believe, will transform our culture from the inside out. Thank you again, January Donovan with the Women's School. Look forward to seeing you at the next podcast.